With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio. It is the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hobo. We are live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Well, we'll get to the biggest heel turn and back for an NFL player in quite some time in a minute. But look, obviously tonight we're talking a lot about Carl Weathers. Uh, passed away in his sleep at the age of 76. Some of the most iconic roles uh, in the history of cinema, whether it's Apollo Creed or Chubbs or Dylan or playing himself a hyped-up cheapskate version of himself in Arrested Development. Uh, I mean, I'm watching some of those clips today, and I can't stop laughing. He, and you got a stew. You got yeah. You can't just you can't just throw that away. You, you take this There's bone. Meat back on that bone. You just meat. You, you put a little carrots. Get a little broth. You got a stew going on here. Like, uh, let me tell you. You know how I save money? I did a movie once on Showtime with Ann Archer. Right? I ate craft services every day. Didn't spend a nickel of my per diem. I, I ate I, I ate I ate a little bit of carrots. Had something else. Made a little bit of stew. Saved my per diem every day. I mean, just not a bad. I mean, it's good advice. I mean, how many guys would be okay? We, we want you to play a hyped up version of yourself, but you're a complete and total cheapskate. Yeah, sure, I'm in. I want to do it, and it's hilarious. I mean, in a, in a show filled with some of the funniest things I've ever seen on TV. I mean, Carl Weathers is one of the top three or four highlights of that run. I mean, he's he's just that funny. Just playing someone. So cheap, who always wants to have a stew. Uh, but, you know, we, I always say, we've said this on the show for a long time. The two movies where you can learn your most life's lessons from, you know, as great movies are, you can learn most of your life's lessons from Top Gun and Rocky IV. I mean, clearly these were, they give you different life lessons for anything. Anything going on, you yeah. can pretty much apply it to one of those two movies and you can learn something. Um, 
his scene in Rocky Four, where he fights Drago, and sorry, spoiler, and Drago kills him in the ring. This is the power of movies and how good a character that he was, is that I've seen Rocky Four, I don't know, a hundred times. And the coming to America scene where Apollo's coming, they're bringing him down from the heavens to fight, and Drago has to come up, and James Brown singing "Living in America," and Apollo's dancing, and and Drago's just waiting. He knows he's going to thump this guy. Uh, you know, I, I've seen that movie a hundred times, and Rocky Four is such a great movie, and it, it's it's the power of this is that it still gets me to. Come on, man. Stop the fight. Stop the fight like like it could change. Rocky, stop. Throw the towel in, man. I mean, the first time Drago punches Apollo, when his whole face and body yeah. contorts, you go, oh, my God. Like, I, that's an unbelievable moment that I've I, that is unequaled in any of the Rocky movies. That first time, he's loading up for that right hand, and then he punches Apollo in the face, and Apollo's whole body just goes, like, oh, my God, dude, stop the fight. Like, yeah, like, we're like, in a like different world now. Yeah, like like it could happen. Hey, Rocky, dude, throw it like like it could change. Like that's the power of that movie, the power of his character. That like I'm, I'm gonna no no he's gonna die, and then he's just spasming on the ground when they're calling the ambulance and everything. And that scene is just so powerful, and it's it's one of the most uh, memorable scenes of the entire run. And every time I see it, I go, this can change, right? Like Rocky can throw the towel, and like that that that's how that's the power of that scene. And 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 Carl Weathers is Apollo Creed. I just figured out my my next audio series uh, of rants, so I appreciate you uh, feeding that out there because, I mean, you you tied two uh, iconic films together. And, and yeah, Rocky IV. Look, I remember going to see James Brown at uh, Grant Park in Chicago, (laughs) and you got this entire crowd that's loving every minute of it, going through his entire catalog. But the opening horns to Living in America, that was it. (laughs) Crowd crowd was done. So. So, yeah, it's one of those iconic scenes. And and as you you lay it out, right, it's it's all all fun and games. Here's the exhibition. And you're waiting on the the turn, right? You're waiting for the the emotion to to really hit this other level because you're leaning in and you're smiling. And bam, one hit. Uh, One of the great characters uh, that, that we've known for sure. Yeah, and you know, you want a, want a great story here. This is like this is a couple of years ago um, from uh, one of my daughter's softball teams I coached, and and uh, it was coming down to the end of a game. We talked about all the movies we talked about. We talked about Rocky Four and I, quoting Rocky Four all these lines, and it came down to the end of a game, and it went, and my pitcher was trying to hold on like in the last inning. We had, we we were up like by nine two, and and then like they got a couple of runs in the next to last inning. The last inning they put runners on base. They had like first and second, nobody out, and the other side started. So I go out to visit her on the mound, and I go, hey, you know, okay, let's talk this for a second. We're talking like this. And uh, I said, you got enough to finish? Can you finish? And I always wanted to see if they could look me in the eye, what they say. And she looks me in the eye, and she goes, you leave me in no matter what. <laughs> and I start laughing. She goes, no go. matter what. <laughs> I dig that. <laughs> and I walked off the mat. I said, she's got it. We're good. And we won the game. And, we, and, we and then won the she game got like racked around, yeah. and then you, you come back, and she <laughs> said, you should have never come back. Uh, next batter hit a three-run homer, and I said, wait a minute. You told me you told me not to You told me you it. were good. <laughs> she even did like the – because he's got the mouthpiece in when he oh, says, yeah. no matter what, no matter what. <laughs> Uh, well, Rocky if nothing else, you're running the a theater camp there and, uh, oh. when you were coaching. He should have thrown the towel. It was great. And then Duke is yelling, throw the 
damn towel. Yeah, yeah. Throw the damn towel. <laughs> How many times in the in the ten years we've been doing the show have we used Duke uh, <laughs> as a reference point or in a social media post? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know how Duke and, and they like they made up at the end. Like, and and when he went to go, it was obviously really weird to have Duke still in the movie. So he had that phrase where he says, "Hey, I know you got to do this all on your own." In other words, I'm not going to be in this movie anymore. So I know you got to you got to train on your own to go be Drago. It's like, how does he? How is he still even talking to Rocky, dude? Apollo was like a son to him, dude. Throw the towel! I kept yelling at you to throw the towel. Throw the towel. He wouldn't throw the towel. So, hey, it was the fighter's creed. Mm. No matter what, no matter what, he yells, no, no. It's like, Apollo, you're getting, come on, man. You can't do no more in there. You don't stop the fight. Oh, man. And now I want to go Paulie watch Rocky just sitting after the there. Show. Well, yeah, no, we'll watch it later. Uh, and then you got Paulie <laughs> looking around, confused, like, come on, throw the towel. And I'm really surprised no one's done that. Like, no, no cable company no, no no channel has put up a rocky marathon or at least like the first four rockies that he's in uh, you like know, how has nobody done that how has nobody done that tonight give it a minute it'll be up there i have no doubt <laughs> see apollo creed versus the italian stallion sounds like a dang monster movie i mean i mean people i'd watch i'd watch all of them tonight i'd i'd, I'd just sit down and say okay good i'm good for like the next nine and a half hours because i'm just gonna watch well, you can't move your movies. neck anyway so you might as well just chill <laughs> oh i know well I'm, I'm actually getting a little bit more uh movement in i think i'm a little bit better every day. Throw to the I, damn towel. I realized last night why you know because uh, why my neck was hurting so much. Still recover, trying to recover from this pinched nerve, whatever it is. Um, I realized, I'm like, why did I feel so bad? Yeah. Oh, I forgot to take the pill I was supposed to take. That's I forgot to take my pill. That, I'm like, that'll do it. Oh, that's why I'm stupid. Because I let you just you know talking to me and stuff and and giving me pizza and all kinds of stuff. You, you just got me I away did from a fantastic my job. If you missed you the did. show, you get the podcast wherever you get your audio. Oh. Uh, rate it, give it five stars. Evangelize to family and friends, coworkers, you know who aren't doing their job. They might as well be doing something useful like listening to our show and rating it uh, on, on on iTunes or wherever you get your audio uh, but yeah i was get entertaining and informing america and trying to hold you up because literally you couldn't <laughs> hold your head up it's like we watched you start to melt i mean tie shirt and frostberg were watching it too looking at me going i don't know i think he's done you don't stop this show no matter what. <laughs> no matter what. See, I would have just said, hey, guys, you got to finish. I got to go. Wait, what? oh, yeah, I'm done. But one of my big uh, strengths is the ability to recognize pain immediately. And I, I'm done. I'm done. You guys finish up. I'm good. I'll see you tomorrow. That's how it's going to go. Uh, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen live from the TireRack.com studios. We'll continue to remember car weathers throughout the show tonight. But you know what I love this week in the NFL was – Going into the playoffs, all the the athletes and pundits who loved Brock Purdy. And then he had a bad game in his first playoff game. The Niners were lucky to win. And then it was, oh, it's a heel turn on Brock Purdy. All right, Brock Purdy's not that good. Look at him. He melts down in the playoff. They're lucky. They were fortunate to escape. He didn't have a good game. They need drop Brock Purdy to be better than this. Maybe the guy's overrated. And then he has the second half that he has against the Lions and makes all the big plays and runs for a first down every single time the Niners need it. And now everybody's back on the block Brock Purdy bandwagon again. So it was, it was 
it was they loved Brock Purdy, then it was the heel turn, and now they're back again. Is it, yeah. He was the MVP, now he's not the MVP, now he is the MVP. Now, this well, is just fantastic. I love you get, this. Get to a Super Bowl, and all of a sudden you're there, and, and Spagnolo has some great words to say about him, so uh, people convince themselves. Now you've got others that still, like Cam Newton, Jason Cole referenced it last hour, uh, that still, you know, he's the 10th best guy on his team and all these other stuff. It, it, it comes down to this. If the, the guy wasn't drafted where he was, all of this would be rendered moot, right? Because it'd be, all right, it's not the classical way that you wanted a first-rounder to perform time and again. You know, maybe he has these lulls. But damn it, when it's, when it's on the line, this is what made him a first-round pick. It's okay to admit a bunch of these people got stuff wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and that the 49ers in drafting him, right? I sent you guys the clip yesterday where you got York saying, yeah, last year Kyle was saying, well, we might have a problem that our third string guy's our best quarterback. Lo and behold, here he is. Yeah, all of a sudden now, right? All of a sudden now it's, oh, Brock Purdy's our best guy. Well, then why didn't you make him the starting quarterback right away then? Why, if if you really said, see, some things I think, oh, they just look for good things to say about a guy. If he was, why didn't you make him the starting quarterback right away? Because they committed money to the other guy, so they felt compelled. But but, but he's the best, right? No, he's the the best guy. Put put him out there. Because coaches want to win games, right? right? Coaches want to win games. No, they didn't know about him. You don't know about a guy until he gets out there. He got out there. He proved you wrong he played great i mean that that's how it goes you don't know it's a salt thing oh we knew tom brady was going to be great no if tom brady was going to be great he would have unseated drew bledsoe before bledsoe got hurt but the thing is but nobody knew that brady was going to be great he was he was a guy that hey maybe we found something here as our backup quarterback and bledsoe gets hurt brady gets thrust into the job and obviously he keeps it and goes on to the the best career we've seen a quarterback ever have but but you can't sit here and tell me that oh yeah yeah no we knew well we, we knew there were signs oh there were no signs if there were signs, you would have put him in there. If there well, were there signs, were, there were signs that he was good enough that you wanted to keep him on your roster and not expose him to someone else taking him. Yeah, that's uh, what it is. That, that right? would have been about it, right? But to, to your point about the, the boomerang effect here, the cul-de-sac, as it were, of entering one <laughs> and circling back to your original point of origin, it, it is funny. I mean, the knee-jerk reactions to all of this. And these are the same folks that in the first and second quarter of the NFC title game probably were smashing him wherever they could on social media or to their friends or whatever, or getting their hot takes ready. And then all of a sudden he plays lights out that one drive, you know, that, you know, he goes nuts the week before and then certainly follows it up the second half and all the big um, runs and throws that he makes in the second half to take down your Lions like, yeah, all of a sudden it becomes the story you want to root for. Because now he's the uh, – is he the underdog again? I, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, look, I don't know. We love, we love, <laughs> look, here's who he is, right? This is, this is the correct – Is it because comp. it's the big, bad Patrick Mahomes? The, 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 this, is the, this is the correct comp for Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy's not he's, – he's not Tom Brady. He's not anybody. He's Tony Romo. Someone who gets a chance as an as, as, as the Mister Irrelevant undrafted free agent, and because of circumstances and guys getting hurt, not doing the job in front of him, the team needing somebody that's a little bit more mobile, he gets a chance. And because he can make plays when he's surrounded by playmakers, he keeps the gig. 
right? And that's it's they, they have the same skill set, right? They, they both throw the football down the field. They're both confident. They both make plays with their legs. They scramble when they need to. That's Brock Purdy, which means he's going to have a great career because Tony Romo had a great career. But to sit here and say, oh, is it? No, that's the correct comp. For Brock Purdy is Tony Romo. So when you're looking at where he's at, you want to evaluate him. Is he a savior? Is he the MVP? Is he this? He's Tony Romo. And I think that puts his career and where he's at in the proper perspective. Another guy, undrafted uh, rookie. And then because he put a star on his helmet, suddenly, you know, the expectations went through the roof. Exit out by Fresca. Exit Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, live from the TireRack.com studios. Coming up next, what's the future for one superstar quarterback and one superstar wide receiver? They talked about it today, and it's kind of up in the air. That's next right here. Jason and Mike, Fox. Hiring is hard. Express Employment Professionals makes it easy. Forget about posting jobs or sifting through resumes, being ghosted, interviews with unqualified applicants. Move up to the pros with ExpressPros.com. Express is your full-service workforce solution, connecting you with top talent fast. With more than 40 years in the staffing business, Express helps thousands of companies find great team players each year. And they can help you, too. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the location near you. That's ExpressPros.com. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Polly Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. You know, as the host of the number one rated Polly and Tony Fusco show, we get tons and tons of fan mail every day. Piles of it. In fact, Tony, why don't you open up one of those letters right now and read what's inside? Yeah, listen to this. Dear Polly and Tony, your sports takes are the dumbest and most oh, terrible. Oh, wait, not that wait, one. Wait, Open this other one. Dear Polly and Tony, you suck more than anyone. No, not that wait, one. Wait. Try this one. Dear Polly and Tony, you guys are the absolute best. There you go. At Coming up with the stupidest takes you know what, possible. Just you know what? Forget say. this. Just listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay. 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 We have to talk about the Paramount Plus commercial. Yeah, let's go. We have to talk about the Super the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, live from the TireRack.com studios. I don't know that I've seen a funnier commercial in years than the pre-Super Bowl commercial that is out for Paramount+. Plus. It Pretty involves Tua Tungo-Vailoa, Patrick Stewart, Drew Barrymore, uh, Arnold, Peppa Pig, 
and then Creed shows up in the middle for no reason other than the randomness of this commercial. What about Daddy Pig? Uh, no, just Peppa Pig. No. Mommy Pig? No, 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 just Peppa Pig. Just Peppa Pig. Uh, it's, it's one of those commercials where I think it's supposed to show you that things you can see on Paramount Plus... Right, well, that's like, it. I mean, it's all a range of stuff. You got Picard. You got yeah. You know, all, all Drew Barrymore's show, and you know what that that's production company. And I'm gonna uh, see. I'm gonna see the Dolphins. I'm gonna see Tua. Well, they, no, you get to see the AFC. So like the games are streamed. CBS's uh, TV side of things. Are so Tua is standing Plus. in for the entire NFL at that. Correct. Point. Okay, that's what it is. Not just, hey, the Dolphins could be in this game at some point. Yeah, um, no, it's, a, it's about the uh, – that that's part of the streaming service because you'll hear Nance refer to it a bunch. You can watch it all on Paramount+. Plus. I have never said this before, and I know T-Shirt's going to save this forever, um, but I, I got to tell you, Creed is the best thing in that commercial. I mean, for some reason, wow. they, 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 Creed shows up, and Drew Barrymore says, and now Creed is here. And they're playing – because it's about Tua trying to throw Arnold, uh, whose sh- his head is shaped like a shaped football, like a football. which if you had Family Guy, you'd be using Stewie, obviously, but you don't. Um, having to throw Arnold, whose head is shaped like a football, over a mountain so they could get past this mountain, and Creed shows up singing, can you take me higher? Because then Patrick Stewart tries to throw Arnold's head up over the, the – it's just an insane <laughs> – commercial but it's just done so well and creed is just there playing and they're selling it like it, creed looks like they're in console this is the greatest thing creed's done in years oh we're in some stupid ass commercial for paramount plus where yeah i don't care man we're in we're in we're playing we're gonna take you higher okay I, creed is the best thing in that commercial no it's pretty good i mean patrick stewart tells drew barrymore shut your face barrymore yeah which yeah. is great i mean <laughs> you got master chief in there from halo you got knuckles from sonic uh-huh. uh, and the dude from uh thomas lennon in there from uh reno 911 yeah yeah who's just kind of there randomly right yeah oh, Prost get- is there playing yeah. air guitar i mean you got everything yeah. does uh barrymore a- get catfished in it uh no she's not yet but she has 50 first dates but she's also never been kissed she doesn't remember him. Doesn't remember. No, not at all. She's actually the next funniest part of the commercial. That must like, be a sure. horrible commercial then. Nah, trust me, if dude. She's it's, the funniest part. She's pretty fun. No, after look, Creed. Look, look, look. Creed. Nah, I know. Stewart. I know. You're gonna think I'm insane. Creed is the no, best you are part insane. of that commercial. Creed is best. Harmon is Creed the best part of that commercial? Yeah. Okay. Well, no, well, actually, Patrick Stewart is. No, because he on, leans man. into it fully. He does lean into it fully, but he's not as fun as suddenly Creed is here. Well, I mean, look, all of a sudden, you know, there they are on this mountaintop in the snow and ice. And now oh, there and it is. There. Creed. No, Mike, you want to tell Jason or should I? Okay. Go ahead, buddy. <laughs> it was actually Nickelback, Jay. Oh, <laughs> see, now that, that's the next commercial. That, that's not for Paramount Plus. It's Creed and Nickelback. Hmm. I'll tell you, in the 10 years we've been doing the show, I think the Creed or Nickelback is might have been my favorite game we ever played. That was, that was amazing. Game. Was the song Creed yeah. or by Nickelback? Hey, you, you weren't, weren't very good cuts, at it, obviously. Like, like the Knicks at basketball. So, dude, just stop. Man, <laughs> the Jets at football. With the Knicks. Okay, stick baseball. with the Jets. Stick with the Jets. Stick with the Mets. Dude, the, the Knicks are one game out of second place. Yeah, and they're the going to get their asses handed to them we're tomorrow. The best team in, we're the best team in basketball the last month. 
You guys are showing up tomorrow with like four guys, and I think Jamal Wilkes. And we'll play. still beat that Nick ass. Okay. We'll, okay. Yeah, but you know what? If you get the victory, the, he'll be uh, texting you repeatedly with that greasy guy in the chains going, <laughs> Blocked. And he'll be yelling, we're back. We're back. Just like everybody with The Rock showing up on SmackDown tonight. Yeah. Back. And then I'm going to try Frostburg, and his phone's going to go to voicemail for the Who entire weekend. Never uh, the heard entire weekend. Oh, you're not getting that far. One ring. Your mailbox is full. The, voicemail. the mailbox is full. Your mailbox has been full since I met you. For 10 years. I've never left you a voicemail in 10 years because your you mailbox Who the hell hey. leaves a voicemail? Buddy, I don't, I, I don't what, know. What's but, one of the show mantras? Why don't you fax me? I don't even have the option. Uh, your vo- yeah. The voicemail box is yeah, full. Yeah, but one of the old mantras of the show, never fall to good strategy. Good job by you, Frostberg. Mm. <laughs> I can't leave him a message. All right, that's fine. Uh, that's so, by design, Smith. Two big... Openings at the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon apply through iHeartMedia on the website, iHeartMedia.org. So, two players in the news today with their futures undecided. Let's deal with Tua Tagovailoa first. Uh, this commercial not aside, because, you know, obviously... <laughs> well, he commer- couldn't get the throw. He couldn't make He's the throw. Feet. So, what yeah. does that tell you? You're going to pay uh, back money for this guy? I'm, I'm not going to throw a child. What do you mean? I'm not going to throw a child. <laughs> He's a cartoon character. You can throw him. He'll land. He'll be fine. It's, haven't you watched Roadrunner, Wiley Coyote? He falls off the biggest cliffs in the world. He's okay three seconds later, and he's got a lab coat on, and he's building some kind of crazy contraption that's going to trap the Roadrunner. I mean, you can throw a cartoon character. Um, Tua said that today he expects talk on a new contract and a contract extension in the coming months. Now, his year he had this year, terrific year. Dolphins had a great offensive year. Still, you have all kinds of people that want to question to attack of Iloa. Is he that good? Look at him in the wild card game. He can't throw the ball deep. Figure out, they'll figure out the offense. There is no more polarizing quarterback outside of Dak Prescott than Tua Tungavailoa. And Tua saying today he expects talk, and, and both sides are getting into it, that he expects his rookie contract to be extended, which means a pretty big payday, meaning Tua is going to be the Dolphins quarterback for the next few years. He expects a long-term deal this summer. Now, I can solve this really simple because – you have the camps of two is really good, two is fantastic. Look at the Dolphins' offense, and then you have boy, if they had a better quarterback or a guy that could throw deep or a guy that could do anything, then they'd be better off. But it's really simple when you get to this point when you say, "Hey, do the Dolphins extend to a tongue of Iloa or not?" And it's always the point what you have to ask when you're talking about a new head coach or a new quarterback. Can you upgrade? How easy is it going to be for you to upgrade from the position you're in right now? And Tua, for his faults, and it's not like he doesn't have them, all right, when you get Tua on the run, you get him out of the pocket, he doesn't have a strong enough arm to go deep, he can't throw a deep out, and that's when you wind up getting in trouble. But all quarterbacks have their Achilles heel. Overall, Tua had a pretty big year this year, right? Uh, a career high in yards passing, uh, someone who led this offense to unbelievable heights that, that the Dolphins offense hasn't had in years. Uh, Tua is pretty good. The odds you're going to get better, how are you going to get better? You're going to get better than a guy for 4,600 yards, 29 touchdowns, fifth most in the NFL. You're not going to upgrade over that. You're not. I'm sorry. Unless you have the number one pick in the draft, you think we can get a generational talent at quarterback. But how are you going to get better? How are you going to say, okay, two is out. We're going to go get this guy instead. There's nobody out there you can go get 
that's better than Tua. And it's not like you're stuck with a guy who's middle of the pack and is just kind of, eh, that's league average. No, you have a guy that's above league average that is pretty dangerous. Yes, he has his faults. He has his Achilles heel. He has ways you can slow him down. But I got to think as he progresses as a quarterback, every year gets better and better. Every year he gets better and better. His touchdowns go up. His completion percentage goes up. His quarterback rating goes up. His yardage goes up. Everything goes up. Four years now running for Tua with the Miami Dolphins. I got to think he can continue on a bit of an uptick for a little while longer because he's only 25 years old. Yes, you extend Tua. He's the quarterback of the Dolphins because you're not going to get better. So it's, it's pretty simple when you say yes or no. That's your answer. Yeah, I just don't see how you don't. Right? You, you know what you have in Tua Tungavailoa. You can win games. You've got a strong base. You've got the dual running backs. You've got the wide receiver position. The only thing you're missing out of there is uh, you probably would love to add a possession-type tight end uh, to the mix there in Miami. But and someone that stays healthy anyway uh, in, the, in the process. And, and your offensive line, like all offensive lines, probably needs an upgrade. But when we're looking at the type of offense McDaniel wants to run, like I, I just don't understand you know, the, the idea of moving off him. Like in Chicago, you're like, all right, Justin Fields, wins, losses, Eberflus, all of these things. You could say, well, good, not great, move it on. With Tua, you, you've shown that you, you can play and that you can achieve some pretty big point totals. If And it's a lot, a lot about health, man. When when A-Chan was healthy and Tyreek Hill was healthy, and, and, you know, you always hate to run it down that road, too. But the, the fact of the matter is that they were one of the most explosive offenses when things were cooking. Now, come playoff football, it's a different thing, kind of like we talk about with the NBA for years, right? All of a sudden, the the whistles get swallowed, all of those things. Talk about conference tournaments or even the NCAA tournament uh, on the men's side, you know, how things get officiated. But for the Dolphins, you, you had a rhythm. You had a guy that completes 70% of his passes, two-to-one touchdown ratio, touchdown-to-interception ratio. Yeah, obviously you'd love the turnovers to tick back a little bit and some of the the arm strength issues that you talk about, well, that means you got to scheme it up so he's not, you know, floating the ball uh, to the sidelines uh, quite quite as often. But yeah, I don't I don't see how you you don't in trying to think that you're gonna all right push him. Let me see one more year or any of that stuff is just nonsense. No, it's it's a case of. Of, of seeing the landscape. And it's the same thing for head coaches, right? Like, we have to let a head coach go. We need a new head coach. Why? We need a new vision. We need something else. If you have questions... This is when those guys stay. All right, well, we think we, we, think we have our guy, and we think that, that even though there's, there's some things that we wish he would do better, that we like what's going on right now. But when you have to, that's when you make the move. And you don't have to go get a new quarterback. And I, I know that Tua is polarizing. I get that he doesn't have his fans, and he's never going to have his fans, right? He's like Dak Prescott. You know, you're going to have people that like you, and you have people that no matter what, just don't like you. Just don't. Nothing is good enough. You could win the Super Bowl and people are going to get on social media and go, look at these throws that Tua missed here in the first half. I don't know how the Dolphins won with him. I don't think they can go forward. He's not He's not a true championship quarterback, but we just won the Super Bowl. Doesn't matter. Look at some of these throws. Look at this throw to Tyree Kill in the third quarter. He threw up a duck and Tyree Kill was 50 yards downfield. Like, that's always going to happen. And so, no matter what, he signs a contract extension. He doesn't. He's still going to be polarizing and people are still not going to like him they're still not going to like what he does but in the end you gotta 
are you are you going to get better? And you're not going to get better than him. And you're not going to get better for the next couple of years. There's no guys you're going to get in free agency. You're not going to say, oh, Kirk Cousins, come in and be the guy. Oh, right, right. You're going to throw it all to the side for Kirk Cousins? I mean, there's no guys that you're going to say, okay, this is what it is. And and because of the position he plays and, and he's just become the AFC version of Dak, this is what's going to happen for Tua. Exit out of Fresca, exit Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon live from the Tyrac.com studios. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare uh coming up next so there's your future for Tua tongue of iloa what about a superstar wide receiver who says i'm uncertain what the future holds well luckily We can give you those answers coming up next right here. Jason and Mike, this is Fox Sports Radio. Jason, Creed or Nickelback? This is uh, American Werewolf in London, 1981. Creedence Clearwater Revival. So Creed? Yeah, I'll say Creed. (laughs) Okay, good to guess. This is from the Big Lebowski soundtrack. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. That's disgusting. We have a crazy NFL story coming up next about a team and a birthday. But let's deal with the second superstar this hour who doesn't know what the future holds for him. Bills wide receiver Stephon Diggs, first comment since the Bills got ousted from the playoffs, was asked about his future at this weekend's Pro Bowl games. And he said, quote, I take it day by day. I can't put the carriage before the horse. You know what I'm saying? But I got a great offseason in front of me to put a lot of work in, build around what we got and what we're doing. I can't tell you what the future holds, but I'm still being me. Then he was asked if he was ready to move forward with the Bills. Stephon Diggs said, I'm ready to go no matter which way it goes. And there was no elaboration on it. So you knew Stephon Diggs wasn't happy coming into the season. And now Stephon Diggs is kind of unhappy at the end of the season, right? Because not I'm a bill. I can't wait to be here. He's under contract for next year. No, I'm, I'm happy whichever way it goes. But luckily, I can tell you how it's going to go. All right. Diggs, we saw over the course of the back half of the year, lose his status as a top receiver in the NFL. The offense evolved. They had a big change at offensive coordinator. And guess what? The offense was still really good. 
James Cook had a little more responsibility. Dalton Kincaid had a little more responsibility. Uh, Khalil Shakir, Gabe Davis, when he was in the lineup, had a little bit more responsibility. It wasn't one guy coming in. It was just, here's the next guys that we need to grow because Stephon Diggs is on the wrong side of 30. And Diggs wasn't the same receiver. He doesn't get the same separation anymore. He doesn't have, doesn't have the same... Um, I would say ability to make the catch that he had before. I mean, his his whole legacy in Buffalo is going to be that ball going through his arms at the end of the game the Bills lost. Sure. But what's his future going to be? He carries a $27 million price tag next year. No one's going to trade for Stephon Diggs coming off of the back half of this year where nobody knows if he's still elite. No one's going to do that. So what's going to happen is the Bills are going to go into next year with the same wide receivers, the same tight ends, the same running backs, because their offense is pretty good. And they're going to go and say, okay, this is our offense. What you're going to see is Stephon Diggs' numbers are going to be okay, but they're not going to be great. And at the end of the year, they can get out from under his contract, and Stephon Diggs will be available for somebody else to sign him and people are going to look at him like they looked at DeAndre Hopkins or AJ Green or Julio Jones going oh man look at what they have left they're finally leaving their longtime team look what they have left in the tank and you saw that Hopkins and Jones and AJ Green didn't have a lot left in the tank at all like we're seeing the end of Stephon Diggs he'll play this year with the Bills his numbers will be okay other guys will have better numbers but he'll be a free agent this time next year and you're going to have people oh, oh whoa if we get this Stephon Diggs and they're going to show highlights from 2017. You're not going to get that guy. That's not Stephon Diggs anymore. right? So he'll go to a new team. He'll sign a one- or two-year deal. He'll get a decent amount of money, and he'll show you that, oh, wait, he really is at the end of his career. That's the future for Stephon Diggs. Well, that is always my favorite. When we go back in the time machine five to seven years ago, man, what a player he was. And every once in a while, those guys do put up a big performance. Remember, DeAndre Hopkins did it a couple times this year. Problem was the uh, the other ones that were long long roads in between, right? Where he scuffled. The curiosity would be for folks going back and doing the all twenty two review, and obviously, as you laid out. The Bills' offense changed after they got rid of their coordinator, changed things up, and James Cook was a revelation both as a runner and receiver uh, over the course of the year, though he had his share of drops. He needs the sticky tape or the stick'em or whatever you're going to send. The sticky uh, bandits. No, that's right. That's right. Uh, but you you certainly had the issues there uh, at times with his his hands. Uh, in, in pass patterns, but for Stephon Diggs, he dropped off a cliff. Now, he's still four more receptions in all but one game uh, where it all kind of flipped going back to that narrow loss against Denver in the middle of November, and that's where the stats really drifted. Only one touchdown uh, after that run, uh, and that was in that wild Philadelphia game. Otherwise, goes scoreless, and most of the time he was under 30 receiving yards. So part of that is scheme. Part of that is, did, was he was he playing hurt? Was he just taken out? You know, did he run a, a string of cornerbacks who just worked him? Did Josh Allen, you know, intentionally, was he a decoy more often or, than not? Like, I'd just be curious to go back through the All-22 and, and have, you know, one of those guys like a Greg Cosell. All right, what am I watching here? What am I missing? Because he, he had a really huge first half, right? Five 100-yard games in the first six weeks. And then all of a sudden he's uh, invisible. Like, what the hell happens that, that you drop? You don't go off a cliff quite that fast. 
Well, look, as, as the offense evolved, we had, like I said, you had a change in offensive coordinator. Sure. It was a very big thing. And, you know, this is what happens when you get old. You get old right away. You don't, you don't get old, oh, very slowly, look at the decline. No, you get old right away. And if the way the offense evolves is, hey, we, we can't free you up like we used to, so we've got to free up our other weapons, you're seeing that beating one-on-one coverage for Stephon Diggs is a lot more difficult than it used to be. He used to win all these one-on-one battles, right? Whether it was a, well, a but short I mean, he won a bunch of them, and then just it. didn't catch the ball. <laughs> That's part of it, too, man. Well, the, the, I mean, the 65-yarder, he catches that, you erase a lot of misery. Yeah. But did he right? catch you it? You erase a lot of those questions if you catch one damn football. But did he catch it? No, it's it's a it's a big deal. It's a big. He's he's his talent is eroding, and and if, if it was less money, I could see where the Bills could spin him off to another team, and they would oh, say, no, "Hey, we're going to get another year." But it's 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 too much money. You just can't do it. So they'll kind of they'll survive with him for one more year, and then they'll move on. The good news is that they have a lot of weapons. They don't need to go out and get any more offensive weapons. They did that this year. Kincaid, James Cook, making that big jump that he did this year. They're okay now. So the weapons are okay. It's elsewhere the Bills have to improve. So. So they're lucky for that, and that's that's how it's going to go. Diggs is going to slowly not become a great name, and he'll fall, and we'll mention him like we talk about A.J. Green and DeAndre Hopkins and all those guys. That's how it's going to go. Exit out of Fresca, exit Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Live from the TireRack.com studios. Uh, don't forget, our Best of podcast goes up right after the show is over on iTunes. You can use the iHeartRadio app wherever you listen to podcasts. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Download, rate us, subscribe. We'll love you forever and ever and ever again. Wherever you listen to podcasts, it is there. iTunes, iHeartRadio app, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Thank you for your continued support. We love putting out the content we do for you every single night. Uh, A crazy story about a coach's birthday coming up next. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.